Welcome to Sprout, the podcast. I'm your host, William Rossi, and you know what? Before we get into it, DJ, turn the music a little louder. Ah, yes. Great. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for listening. Welcome to my podcast. This is the very first episode, and as such, I'm going to treat it as an introduction to let you get to know me a little bit more about my story as well as why I'm starting Sprout, and of course, what you can expect to get out of it. Those are the three most important things we're going to go over today and everything that you need to know about Sprout. So for starters, I'm an undergraduate student at McGill University. I'm actually extremely passionate about helping people. I have been for a really long time, and I'm super, super into sports. I'm really into traveling, and of course, like most of you, I love food. And coming from Lebanese heritage, you already know my number one choice of meal is, of course, Lebanese food. I give a quick second to Japan. I actually traveled Asia for about three months prior to starting this podcast. And no, it's not some crazy revelation that I had when I was in Asia. I had this idea before I even left. So don't get your hopes up. I'm not one of those sons who returns home and their mom finds out that they're hippies. But besides that, um, I'm a very quirky person. I have an extremely odd sense of humor. It's kind of like a whatever works for you type of thing. And I'm always trying to make people laugh no matter how weird, no matter how odd it might seem. The goal is always to just bring happiness out of any situation. And besides that, one of the interesting facts about me, I guess it's not that interesting anymore, but something that I think is pretty cool. Uh, my friends have always considered me as their potential motivational speaker. I'm not really sure how I developed into this role. It's just something that has come along the way of providing advice to my friends and then somewhat understanding that what I'm saying means something and you know I've taken that but that's not really the goal the goal is not to be necessarily a motivational speaker but to be inspiring to be empowering and hopefully whatever you hear in this podcast whatever you see on my blog on my website through my Instagram my Facebook my LinkedIn pages hopefully all of that can help to inspire you and empower you to be great because this is all about the mindset and a really, really good mindset is an infectious mindset. So once you develop your mindset, once you build it, once you build your habits, you're going to be putting that out to everybody else that you surround yourself with. And that's awesome. That is how we can help to all make our impact and change the world. But now let me hop into the story about Sprout. That is the real, real juice of this podcast. So one of the main trends that I've seen, not only from seeing my own friend start business, but obviously being one of those Shark Tank bingers, is that a lot of businesses really resemble the person who starts them. And that's something that I find really, really cool. And it's something that applies to my business as well. But why I've noticed this trend is that a business is typically looking to solve an issue. You're always trying to find a problem that other people are facing. And then from there, you're trying to work towards making a solution that's not only beneficial to them, but is also beneficial to you. And I think that is really cool. It's one of the things that resonated with me throughout the past couple of years when I was slowly realizing that I wanted to start my own business. And Sprout is very, very resemblant of me. 
because this journey, this is a, this is the real importance. I am like at a loss for words most of the time when I think about what I'm doing, because I'm trying to help you build your mindset. I'm trying to help you understand that the vast majority of the problems that you face in your life, the common things that stress you out, that make you anxious, that make you think that you're not good enough, those are all related to the mindset that you have. And for me, at least, bringing this back into my life, this is something that I dealt with for a really long time. And it's not to say that I don't deal with it anymore. Sprout is not my quest to help you and to make you better and to make you realize things about your life while seeming like I'm okay. It's a quest for me. It's a journey for me as well. It's a journey to prove a lot of things to myself and to say that, you know what, all of these lessons that you've been learning in your life for the past couple of years, now you're applying them. Now you're making them worthwhile. You're putting awareness into them and you're using it for a good purpose. You're using it to make other people better. And that is a really big point. That is something that I've always, always, always been keen on. I've always wanted to help people. I've always wanted to kind of be that missing piece to the puzzle where I'm not going to tell you what to do in your life. I'm not ever going to force a school of thought or I'm going to tell you that there's one specific habit like journaling, for example, that you must do if you want to be successful because that's not true. The reality is your life is entirely dependent on what you face, your values, your experiences, and nobody else's. And that is something that I'm going to preach throughout just about any episode, just about any blog, on whatever platform you hear me on. And the fact is, you don't compare yourself against anybody else because you have no, you shouldn't have any competition. That's the big, big point. And for me, I know that my only competition is myself. It's the previous version of myself because we're all trying to get better. We're all trying to push forward every single day. And if we waste that time thinking about what other people are doing, thinking about what other people are saying about us, what they want, what they need, then we're going to feel lost. We're never going to feel like our true selves. And that is really the key. That is something that will bring me back into my story, actually. And one of the really, really big reasons that I'm starting Sprout and that this is the type of business that I wanted to bring about is actually coming into business school. So I mentioned before that I'm a student at McGill University. I didn't say what major I was in, and I'm actually a major in finance. So when you think about this at first, when you hear this initial thought that, you know, I'm in finance, you're probably thinking, okay, I'm sure he's interested in money. He's interested in fame and clout and trying to look better than other people. And it's not to say that every single person who enters this world, this business finance oriented world is going to be driven by money, driven by fame. But that really is prevalent. It's it's a it's a predominant feature of someone who joins that field. And I'm not speaking for everyone. There's a lot of good people, but it's something that I noticed. And before I entered university, I had worked in a bank and I had vowed to myself by the end of my my job that I wouldn't do it again because I was I wasn't miserable, but I just wasn't feeling it. It's not a knock to anybody who works in a bank or their choice of lifestyle, that is entirely up to them. If they want to do it, I'm happy for them. But for me, at least, I noticed that 
they didn't work together. My my idea of a lifestyle and the the lifestyle that a typical person working in a bank was living, they just they didn't align. So I told myself on the last day, I said, first of all, you're you're never gonna do this again, and and second, you try and do what you're what makes you happy, because I don't think I did this on my own. I don't think this was my decision to do it. I think that I had been uh, highly um, highly affected by my surroundings. And that's a bad thing. That That is rookie mistake number one. So after having figured that out, I went to McGill. I joined McGill. And I really had this goal of making new friends. I thought that would be the best way for me to branch out and to understand a little bit more about what I wanted. And turns out, unfortunately, fortunately, but unfortunately, that the people I surrounded myself with were all oriented towards the same goal. And that that goal was, of course, it was money, it was fame, and it was working in a job that paid well right out of graduation. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'm surrounding myself with the wrong people. But then I get to class and I start listening to my teachers speaking and what they're trying to, quote unquote, get us ready for. And they're trying to get us ready for the same job. They're trying to preach us. They're trying to preach this mindset of you need to go and do well on all of your tests. You need to be a stellar student, be well-rounded, apply to internships, work every single summer in the banking field. And then when you leave graduation, finally, you'll have a job secured at a really good company. And then by all means, again, a nice quote unquote, you'll be cool. And that I think that's that's really that is a huge part of it. The you'll be cool part. That's what a lot of people were saying when I walked in. They said you have to meet this guy, you have to meet this girl. They're the coolest. And I'm like, okay, I uh, guess these people are nice. They're you know they're thoughtful, they're funny, but it wasn't any of that. They they it was just they were cool because they had jobs at other top companies and they were cool because they had managed to land those internships and managed to secure it and naturally as someone who didn't know what he wanted to do in life that's that's what gets you that's what gets you when you surround yourself with all these people who have the same goal and when you're in a school that preaches it as well so the mindset that I started to have was okay it doesn't really matter what I'm doing in my life right now what I want, what I think I want, like none of that is that important. What is really important is making money. What is really important is making sure that I join all these clubs, I play all these sports, and then I build my CV. And then by the time of January, February, March rolls around, I can apply for internships and I can get a job at a good company and I can look great and my CV will be better and you know, it's all good. And that was a pretty destructive, uh, a pretty destructive thought. But I only have that realization now after moving away from that. But what happened throughout the year is just this insane amount of stress. And I think if you're listening to this, you will feel the same way. You'll res, you'll you'll find some part of your life that resonates with what I'm saying, because every time I was doing a test or an assignment or a quiz, I was thinking about my grade, and it wasn't about going to class and learning and really trying to squeeze the information out of the class. It was about, okay, I won't study for a little bit. I'll 
10, 14 days before the test, I'm going to cram it. I'm going to memorize it all. I'm going to memorize the processes and I'm going to go and try and get my A. And when it didn't happen, because obviously I'm fixated on the goal, but not the journey, let's say. Then I got mad. I got stressed. I got anxious. And I think a lot of you will relate to that. I think anytime a grade doesn't go well, you start to think of your whole life as a sum of that. And the reality is it's not true. And so I did all these extracurriculars. I did all these sports. I tried to maintain my grades. I basically made sure that I did every single thing I could in my own possibility to not take care of my own self. And, but I mean, I guess, I don't know if you want to consider it successful. For me, it's not a measure of success, but I ended up getting an internship the following summer and it was in banking and if you remember what i was saying before about how i didn't want to i vowed to myself that i wouldn't work in banking again well i ended up there and at no point throughout the journey at no point throughout the year did i ever feel like i really really wanted to do this so it's one of those crazy things because when i stepped in i stepped in the bank i stepped in my job that summer the very first day I said, oh, fuck, you, you messed up. This, it's, it was that moment of epiphany where I finally had the self-awareness to realize that everything I had done in the previous year, all of the stresses, all the anxiety, all of these like seemingly bad days, all of that was really for the wrong reasons. And I hope that you can understand that. I hope that you can think about a part of your life where you felt the same way. And you did things not because you wanted to do them, but because of your surroundings. Because you started to convince yourself that that was the right thing. And so that's really where things started to take a turn in my mindset. Where I started to realize that all of these, all of these different thoughts that I had had throughout the years were finally coming to fruition. They were really, really coming to the surface and I was starting to understand my main purpose. And I ended up not quitting. I ended up sticking out the entire summer. It was, I had about 14 weeks from the day that I realized that I didn't want to do it. I had 14 more weeks before it was over. So I spent that entire summer disappointed in myself. When I think back on life, when I think back on that summer and where I could be today versus uh, where I could be today if I had not decided to work in that job, if I had done something that I really, really wanted to do, or let's say I had just simply focused on my personal growth. If I had decided to go that way, I think I would be at a much higher level right now. And it's not to knock myself. It's not to say that I'm not happy with where I'm at. I'm definitely, definitely thrilled. But it's, you know, you're looking back on life, you're reflecting and you're thinking about, okay, what what could have been? And it's okay, because eventually I'm going to get past that level and to new heights and it's all good. But so anyway, I spent that summer disappointed in myself, trying to understand, trying to, I don't even know if it's trying to make it okay, but just trying to make myself understand how pitiful it is, how bad of a move it was to only do things because I thought that it would make me cool and it would make me successful. 
So that is that is the big word. You'll always see me talk about success in just about anything. And that that is when I truly realized that what I truly started to question what success meant. And so to further that, I vowed to myself because I told you at the beginning of this video, I said one of the things I love to do is traveling. So I vowed to myself that when I finished this internship, I was going to travel. And so I did. So I went backpacking in Europe for five weeks. I skipped the first 10 days of school, something that I would have never done the year before, something that I was so fixated on. You need to go to class and you you can't miss anything because, you know, all, all this, these little bullshit societal pressures that I was falling into. So I said, forget it. I'm going to skip the first 10 days. I'm going to enjoy my life. So in Europe, the main realization I had, what I really took away was happiness and how happiness is a social construct. So that that is something that was a really, really big realization for me. And it was the fact that I was watching these people in different cities, let's say in Italy, in Hungary, in Greece, in England, all of these different people were living their best life. They seemed so much happier. They seemed so much more relaxed. And it's because they weren't following trends. And it's obviously, you'll listen to this and some of you will think, well, they have their own problems. And that's true. We all have our own problems. Every single one of us is dealing with something. But, 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 but they chose to be happy. They chose to not let those societal pressures cave, cave them into it. And it, it seemed, at least from the outside, that they were a lot happier. So I moved into that train of thought. I was thinking, okay, well, you know, have this kind of Flintstones mentality where you don't need that much. You don't need as much as you believe that you do. And so I came back to school and I kind of dropped 90% of the things I did the la last year. I stopped doing so many extracurriculars. I played the sports because they were with my friends, because I enjoyed playing them. I didn't focus on getting a job or I didn't focus on buying into the finance mentality. And because of that, I ended up being significantly happier, like really, really happy. And it was probably, I mean, I still am, but it, it, it's probably the happiest I've ever been. And I continue to say this. I continue to tell all of my friends that the best uh, day of my life is today. And tomorrow, it's going to be the same thing. And the day after, and the day after, and the day after. And it's this mentality I've developed that forget the bad days, forget the good days. There's none of that shit. That, that doesn't apply. There's only good days. Because if you train your mind to think, positively to think strictly in that in those positive terms then you, you can do whatever you want and so success and happiness those two words those are highly highly subjective words and that is that is one of the bigger things that you need to understand it's one of the things i'm going to preach one of the things i'm going to elaborate on in future videos and future articles but that is the big thing and when you realize that success and that happiness really depend on your desires and really depend on your portrayal, your values, your experiences, then you'll stop thinking about what everybody else says. Then you'll stop falling into those societal pressures, those traps, your stress levels, your anxiety levels, they'll go down because you'll be enjoying your life more and you'll know that you're living it on your own terms. It's not going to matter what 
the people around you are doing that they're facing stress and anxiety because you are in control of your own life. And that's the big thing. You control your own world. So I realized this and I also realized that a lot of people actually don't think like this. I, I'm so fortunate that I have as good of a family. My parents are amazing. The way they raised me to be was truly fundamental in me developing this mentality and me being able to escape all the bad experiences I've had and always come out positive. And when you're taught and surrounded by good people and they tell you that you're a good person, that you're capable of doing things, it allows you to develop that initial thought. You know, you start to think like, oh, well, maybe it's true. Maybe, maybe, maybe that is true. Maybe that is a fact. And that's what gets you going. It's that little push. So when I think of Sprout and what I hope you think about it, is to be that little push. That's really what I'm going for. I'm never gonna tell you what to do, never gonna say that there are strict practices you must follow if you wanna be confident, if you wanna stop procrastinating, if you wanna find your own success, none of that, because it doesn't exist, it's not true. What I'm really gonna be is that little push, that person who gives you the information and who tells you the little things that you need to hear that you don't typically hear, and hopefully, you take what I hear and you put it into action. So that is all about both the inspiration, both the empowerment. Hopefully, you will take this information and you're going to resonate with some of it. You're going to think about your own life. You're going to think about how it applies to you. And then you're going to start slowly chipping away, building these habits that will turn you into this insane machine, this unbreakable force. So that that is it. I always I always think about the main message of Sprout is to build an unbreakable mind. So have your mind be a force that won't be reckoned with. And that's that's what I'm going for. I really think that any of us can do it. Anybody can achieve this type of accomplishment. Anybody can build their mind. And anybody can do whatever they want in life. They can build success. They can be happy. They can figure all this out. But it all has to do with your mindset. So if you don't believe in it, if you're not confident enough, if you're not aware enough to reflect on your experiences so that you can learn, if you're not willing to overcome your fears and to take to look at your insecurities, to analyze them, to think about what you can do to push past them, then you'll never be able to be who you really want to be. You'll always be stuck being a version of yourself, a lesser version of yourself. And that that I want you to understand that. I want you to know that that's what it's about. You only have one life. You're only going to be alive being yourself, being in this situation once. Just a single, single time in your life. So why are you going to waste it doing things you don't want to do? Why are you going to spend even a second of your life caving into pressures, getting stressed, getting anxious? That, like that, it blows my mind. It's something I think back about myself a couple years ago, last year even. And I go, man, it's insane. It's crazy that I was like this at some point. And once I, I switched this mindset, I said, this, it doesn't matter. You know, once you hit this mindset, once you step into this zone, you can never go back to your version before. It's so powerful, the mind. Anything that you can do to build it and to make it better 
it can't be reversed. It's irreversible. One of the quotes, um, I usually like quotes. I used to live by the strive for greatness quote. I mean, I still do, but it's not, I mean, think about it. It's just a sentence. We always, we're always striving for greatness, but what is greatness? So, you know, that we'll put that aside. But a quote that I want to leave you with is actually a quote that my dad used to tell me. He always tells me this. And it's, don't let anybody ever, ever ruin your day. Don't let anything or anybody put you in a bad mood. And it seems pretty surface level as a quote, but when you really dive into it, when you really think about it, I mean, my dad definitely knows what he's talking about. First of all, he's my dad. I'm not going to question him. That is my, he's my idol. So we're going to leave it at that. But that's a really important message that has always resonated with me and it makes sense. It's nothing is as big as you think it is. Nothing is as important as you believe it is. And nothing is worth putting you in a bad mood. There's no point. Because why? Again, goes back to the whole mentality. Why? You're living one life. You're only alive one time. You know, why are you going to do this? Let's say you go out, you ask someone out, you get rejected. Are you going to be mad? Or are you going to sit there and be sad? And it's going to ruin your night? Like Why? What's the point? Take the no, move on, smile, be happy. You know, you get a bad grade on a test. Okay, are you going to walk around the street tomorrow morning and everybody's going to look at you and say, oh, look at this fucking idiot. He got a 72 on his test. Or he, he failed his test. Like, no, no, nobody's going to look at you like that. Nobody cares. These are things nobody gives a shit about. You build your CV. It's a piece of paper. Okay, are you better than me? No. Are you better than the person next to you? No, it doesn't matter because we're all in the race. We're all in our own races. So... Uh, that's it. That's what I'm going to leave you with. I want you to think about that food for thought. Imagine a racetrack and there's only two lanes. Who's going to be in that racetrack? Who is your number one competition? And stop. Before you answer that question, before you think about it, I'm going to give you the answer. I already know what you're thinking. It's you and the person next to you is you six months ago. And that's how I always look at it. That's how I zone into my mentality. You're always trying to beat your previous self. You'll hear about the get 1% better every day. Push yourself to be better than you were last year, New Year's resolutions, all of this crap, you know? That, but, but at the end of the day, they make sense. And that, that is what you need to think about. Don't think about other people being your competition. Think about them being other human beings in this world who are striving for their own version of success, who are all trying to be happy. Because even though we live in different cultures, even though we're from different religions, from different backgrounds, have different values, we all want the same things. And we all want to be successful. We all want to be happy. But the way in which we want to be successful, the way in which we want to be happy is different. And you have to respect that. You have to let that be for other people. So don't fall into it. Don't fall into traps and listen to what other people want. It's not worth it. None, none of that matters. So think about that. Think about it and... Make sure you take action. Make sure that whatever you heard in this video, if you found anything that resonated with you, and I hope that you did, write it down. Talk to your friends. Put it in your phone. Just something like that. Just a little message for yourself that you can think about when you're about to sleep or you wake up and you're on your phone. Just think about what, something that you heard, and then you'll see. You'll try and figure out a habit change or a mindset change. And Again, uh, a nice little plug to myself here. Go check my articles out. 
contact me. You can contact me on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Give me any of those those shout outs. Message me. Do whatever you want. I'm open. My line is always open. I'm here to help. I'm here to give you that push. And I really hope that this made a difference for you. I hope that you kind of understand Sprout, kind of understand the point of it. And I hope you follow along. I hope you make the effort to also contribute and to look at my feature post and to make your own story, to share it, to let people know how you feel. And honestly, one more plug, but a plug to yourself from me is if you share your story, I'm going to invite you on my podcast. So you heard that first. That's a fact. I want to hear it. I want to know. It doesn't matter where you are, what your story is, what you have to share. It's cool. I want to have a conversation. I want to get to know you. And I want the world to get to know you. And I want you to put your message out. Because we all have a story. And we can all make a difference. Before you go, just remember the most important thing you can do is to take action. Find something you resonated with write it down, talk about it with your friends, make sure you look at it all the time. And also, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please like, comment, subscribe, and go on my website. Go check out the rest of the information that's provided. I'm sure it'll help you. I'm sure you'll find something that'll make your life better. And remember, learn, act, empower, and that itself will change the world. Take care, stay safe.